Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is your boy, the ace that runs the place, one half of the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. Yes, I am back with another episode. Man, I want to wish you guys a happy holidays and a happy new year. It's been, a you know, another rough year. You know, we're still dealing with the coronavirus, the pandemic. It's just something that seems to be that we all know that it's not going anywhere anytime soon. And it's probably going to be around for... Shit, for the rest of our lives, you know, that's what I'm assuming, you know what I mean? But um, but I just, you know, advise anybody out there, if you're not vaccinated or, or you, even if you are vaccinated, make sure you wear a mask, make sure you protect yourself as the best you can, you know what I mean? I'm quite for sure, you know, I don't, I don't know the chances of, you know, somebody actually catching it, even if you are masked or have gloves, whatever like that. But if you are around a bunch of people wearing masks. There's a bunch of, you know, masks that have been manufactured and made to protect you from this virus and everything like that. And, you know, like I said, I live in Buffalo. So, and, you know, and our, and our uh, COVID rate has, is pretty high at the moment. And, um, our positive COVID test is high at the moment. And, um, I'm just like, yo, just just wear your mask and then talk about that's getting cold. So, you know, I mean, to me, that's a perfect time to even want one even wear a mask to keep your face warm. So I'm like, either either way, it's a win-win. You know what I mean? So, so just like I said, just you guys should just try your best to wear a mask if you're vaccinated, not vaccinated, whatever like that. And let's not, you know, be, you know, awful to each other because, you know, over the uh, vaccination and whatever the anti-vaxxers or, or pro-vaxxers, whatever you want to call it. Let's not let's not dwell too much on that. You know what I mean? It's at this point it's like it's too late. A little bit too late. Either we got it or you don't. You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. So uh back to some wrestling. You know, usually at the end of the year, guys, you know, usually people do the the year end review and talk about, you know, a lot of the you know the good and the bad that happened during the year during wrestling, you know, and it was a lot of positive and there was a lot of bad that going on in wrestling. Like positive, you know, one of the big positive things is having the fans back in the in the crowd, fans back in stadiums and, you know, the wrestlers going on tour and getting to see the fans and interacting with the fans all over again. And that's a positive. You went on one of the negatives was, you know, ROH, you know, Ring of Honor closes doors. You know what I mean? It's a, is it a possibility that ROH could come back? Possibly. But the vibe around that whole situation is ROH is officially done, you know. And if that's the case, then it's sad to see. But coronavirus has, you know, this virus, this pandemic has caused a lot of businesses to, you know, um, shut down, you know. And, you know, wrestling promotions are not immune to that, you know what I mean? Like, you had wrestling promotions like uh, um, NWA Power, that wasn't around for a long time. That wasn't around for a minute, you know. There's other promotions, MLW, and there's, you know, a whole bunch, even like the locals, you know, I know the one up here is Empire State uh, Wrestling, you know, that's still around, whatever like that, but we don't have crowd, you know, fans in the crowd and you losing all of that revenue. A lot of these promotions rely on fans, you know, for revenue and, you know, ticket sales and buying merch and, and buying, uh, you know, concession stands and, you know, buying food and stuff like that, you know, they rely on a lot of that stuff. A lot of the wrestlers rely on that stuff that, that, you know, with the crowd and stuff. So, 
but um, yeah, that's one of the negatives that happened this year. But what I want to talk about going into next year is things that I would like to see in 2022 out of WWE, out of AEW. I might talk about another company, whatever like that. But more so, I, like I said, you know, usually on this podcast, we try to focus on or stick to the main, you know, the main two companies, whatever like that. You know, at the time right now, that's WWE and AEW. So, one of the things, one thing on my list, I wrote it down today at work while I was at work. That's kind of like a bad thing, but I, while I was at work, I just had the idea and I started just writing down my notes, whatever like that, some things that I wanted to see. One thing I would like to see in, w- in WWE come next year, 2022, is Brian Cage in WWE. Now, I felt like when he went to AEW, at first I was like, okay, that's cool. But I would have liked to see him at that time when it was the NXT Black and Gold, or even like way before, before he even when he was still in Impact, um, I think he would have been a good fit in NXT. In NXT, you know, going for the NXT Championship, big dude. I'm quite sure he would have been called up to the main roster or whatever like that, but... You know, and, you know, we'll, we'll see how his fate goes in the main roster or whatever like that. But I think he would have been a good fit in NXT. Would he be a good good fit in NXT now? Uh, possibly. You know, he'll be a good feud with um, Brian, um, now, uh, Brian Breaker, you know, for the um, NXT championship. You know, eventually I feel like Brian Breaker is going to become the face of that uh, of that brand this year, this coming year. But, you know, Brian Cage as a heel would be um, an interesting, you know, thing in NXT. You know, in the main roster, he'll probably do pretty good. I can see him maybe being on SmackDown. You know, uh, you know, Raw has a lot of... Raw has a lot of talent, but I think, you know, and he did gut SmackDown a lot. So I feel like SmackDown needs, you know, another another player, especially with, you know, Jeff Hardy being... You know, Jeff Hardy got got um released not that long ago you know not that long ago this year having Brian Cage and you know a guy like a Brian Cage on the roster another powerhouse guy I think would be a pretty good move so yeah I'd like to see Brian Cage in the WWE I think that'd be a good move for the company another thing I would like to see I would like to see in 2022 guys I would like to see Naomi join the bloodline I think it's about time you know sometime this year coming up that Naomi kind of makes that transition into the bloodline. You know, they're, you know, that's one of the hottest, you know, things going on in wrestling in WWE. Roman Reigns has had a great year. The Usos, you know, regaining the tag team championships once again. Jay Uso had a pretty good singles run. Great storytelling from both from from the Usos and you know from Jay and Roman and and Jimmy and you know so now you have you know Naomi that's kind of like in this storyline with Sonya Deville, which is pretty cool. And Naomi is a face. You know what I mean? Naomi I feel like works better as a face, but you know she is married to Jimmy Uso. That's his wife, and there have been talks of having her join the bloodline. So I think at some point down the line, they could have her join the bloodline and her going for the uh, SmackDown's Women Champion, becoming a third time, three times SmackDown's Women Champion. I think, like I said, she's one of the most gifted women in wrestling, most athletic, most part of one of the more, more athletic competitors in the business just overall. You know, so I think Naomi going to the bloodline, you know, 
I believe Paul Heyman's still going to be with with them, with uh, Roman Reigns and uh, and the Usos. So having, you know, a Paul Heyman behind a Naomi with her talent and her skill set, she's going to be, you know, I, I believe her third, her third, title reign will probably be her best title reign because her past title reigns were kind of short you know so I think her third title reign will be a better would be a better situation for her and especially her as being a heel now what would happen if Bailey comes back because Bailey to me was the top heel you know uh, but Bailey had to transition to a face, but kind of like still stick to her ding dong hello ding dong character or something like that I don't know but I think in the meantime, well, I think Bailey's not Bailey's not going to be back for you know a while. So I believe in that. In the, in, in the meantime, in between time, I think Naomi would be a great you know addition to the bloodline, being the third three time WWE uh, SmackDown's Women's Champion, having a decent run. You know, I know she's. Um, kind of paired with uh, Zia Lee a little bit. Maybe her and Zia Lee could have a feud. And I think that'd be great. I think I think it would just I think it would be great to see Naomi kind of back in that heel in that in that heel um gimmick, you know, when she was with uh Sasha Banks and Tamina, the um team team bad. So but this time it'd probably be just a little it'd probably be a little bit better with Paul Heyman by her side. I don't think that's a I don't think that's a bad move, you know what I mean? Paul Heyman most definitely know how to, you know, get the best out of his talent, out of the people he's um working with. Uh, another thing I would like to see coming out of 2022, man, I would love to see Triple H back on TV, man. We haven't seen Triple H back since he had a surgery. I know he was, um, we had a scare with Triple H. You know, I heard he's been doing well, heard he's back in the office and he's, you know, walking around like he's doing good. He's doing well. But to see Triple H's face, um, I think we need to just see him. We need to see him and hear his voice and hear him with the crowd. You know what I mean? And hearing the, it's all about the game and how you play it. It's all about control. Not the king of kings. I love Motorhead. I love Motorhead's things for Triple H, but we need it. It's all about the game. Him with Stephanie going out to the ring, showing he's okay. Just, you know, Getting that love from the crowd and just having Triple H back in the WWE, seeing his face, man, seeing the game, you know, back in the, back in the building. I think that's something that I think a lot of us would love to see, man. So shout out to Triple H, shout out to Hunter and his whole family, man. I'm glad he's doing well. Glad he's, you know, things are things are coming along better for him. Uh, another thing I would like to see happen in the WWE in 2022: Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. Bobby Lashley, this past year, has had one of the best years in his career in WWE professionally. It just, it's been one of his best years. Finally won the WWE Championship, fought Goldberg, had a decent run. The Hurt Business was a really big hit. You know, unfortunately, like I said, at one point, WWE broke them up and he kind of brought them back together. Then he kind of like broke them up again, but. That's whatever. I still feel like, the, you know, I think Bobby Lashley and MVP alone could just be the Hurt Business. You know what I'm saying? The C, this, the, well, the, the Chief Hurt Operator, CHO, I think they call him the CHO, uh, Bobby Lashley, the Chief Hurt Operator of the Hurt Business. You know what I mean? Like I said, he had a great year. He's had a great 
year, man. And and he deserved. And that's one thing I believe when he came back, he wanted. He wanted Brock Lesnar. Now he's fought Roman Reigns. He's fought Drew McIntyre. He's fought Goldberg. He's fought. He's fought whoever. Whoever you put in front of him, he's fought him. You know? And, you know, Rusev, you know what I mean? Um, Finn Balor, you name it. I'm thinking, did he face Jeff Hardy? I'm quite for sure he fought Randy. I'm thinking he might have fought Randy. I think he fought uh he fought Riddle. He probably he fought everybody. He damn near fought. Like, I mean, destroyed Miz, destroyed Kofi, beat Woods. You know, so like Bobby, that's but that's the one thing Bobby has wanted on his, you know, on his checklist in his career, you know what I mean? Is he's wanted Brock Lesnar. Now Brock Lesnar is back and Brock Lesnar kind of has this this Viking face, whatever thing or whatever like that. I think even if Brock wasn't even in kind of like the, the character he is now, like Brock would still be the like kind of like the face out of that out of that too you know I think Bobby works Bobby works better as a heel and Brock is good enough even though he's better as a as a as a heel he's good at, he's like a tweener Brock is a Brock is a good tweener you know what I mean he could be a heel he could be a face you know he could be whatever you want to be Brock has a personality and like I just said like listening to Busted Open Radio Brock is at a point where he like he's old enough. He's been in the business for a long time. He understands the business. He understands his role, what he's good at in the business. You know what I'm saying? He's not that young, kind of like that young, you know, naive kind of guy back in the, you know back in the day. You know now he's you know like forty. You know I believe he's in the forties. Father, you know, uh, just a professional. You know, man about his business and and understands the business. You know. And um and so does Bobby, but that's something that like I said Bobby Bobby has wanted for a long time, and a lot of people back in the day was like, oh Bobby, not fucking with Brock Lesnar or this that and the third. But I think now I think you know Bob like I said Bobby for for as long as Bobby's been in the business, Bobby is probably one of the best shapes of his of his life. Bobby is a beast, man. Bob, Bobby be putting in work, so him to have him and Brock go at it, especially at th- like, well, Bobby is at his best and Brock is at his best, will be a classic, a classic match. If it was, I would hate for it to be a one timer. You'll have to, you'll probably have to go three matches. I believe in the going to three matches, split two, and whoever win that one, that's whatever the, rub- the rubber match. I, I believe that gotta be, that has to be a three. Match series. And maybe you can stretch it to like WrestleMania. Was it was it Rumble? Keep, nah, nah, nah. I say WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and you know whatever. It, you know, kind of like that in that window of WrestleMania between WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Just had them three matches. Whatever pay per view is in between that. Just had you know, just have it like that. You know, kind of have a stretch where you kind of spread it out a little bit, whatever like that. But that could be like the you know after you know. WrestleMania, you know, build it up for WrestleMania. Whoever wins that one, then you maybe have like a little break after that. Next pay per view after that, you know, next pay per view kind of like in the middle. Um, have have uh, you know, have the second match, and then at SummerSlam you had the rubber match. You have it like that, and that, and that's a match that doesn't have to be for the title. That's a that's a that's a that's a feud that doesn't need the title at all. You know what I mean? So I, I like to see that. What else I say? Oh, another thing on my list. King Woods. 
Xavier Woods, man, he's had a great year this last, this year, 2021. And 2022, I believe, is going to be even better for Xavier Woods. I would like to see Xavier Woods win a singles title. Xavier Woods has won the King of the Ring, has a, a goal that, you know, even he said at times he thought he wasn't going to be able to accomplish because it kind of seemed like the WWE kind of just deaded King of the Ring. But in a way, he kind of spoke it into existence. Xavier Woods wanted to win King of the Ring, and he's done it. Xavier Woods is a successful tag team champion, you know, with the New Day. But I just believe Xavier Woods as his time as King Woods. And now, you know, he has his own theme. He has, you know, a lot of things going. And it's so much he can do with the character, like he said. And having Kofi Kingston by his side. I just believe that, you know, Xavier Woods needs to have a singles title. You know, they can win the tag team titles for another time. The New Day to me has already solidified themselves as the greatest faction, greatest tag team, however you want to call it, in WWE history. There's no doubt about that. But Xavier Woods to me deserves that singles push. He's one of the, like me and the franchise talked about. I believe, we both believe that Xavier Woods might be, out of the New Day, the most gifted wrestler in the ring because he's strong enough like Big E to do some power moves, but he's also athletic enough to do a lot of moves that Kofi does. So he can do a little bit of both. You know, Big E is the power guy. Kofi is the aerodynamic, he's the high flyer, but Woods is right in the middle and he can do little bit of both. So, why not? You know what I mean? So, and like I said, Shinsuke Nakamura has been in the Continental Champion, hasn't really defended the title. We talked about Shinsuke possibly feuding with Roman Reigns for the uh, Universal Championship. I think that'd be a good rivalry to have that. And you got uh, Rick Bugs by his side. So, you can kind of have, you know, Nakamura Bugs versus the Usos, you know what I mean? And then you can have, you know, maybe Roman fight Bugs, you know, Roman fight Bugs and he, and he Beats books, you know, and then you have Shinsuke Nakamura kind of like, you know what I mean? You have that, that few go like that or whatever for a little while. And um, so, uh, I, you know, and like I said, Shinsuke hasn't been in the, in the WWE, like that, that heavyweight title picture since his feud with AJ Styles. So putting him in a situation like that where he's facing, you know, Roman Reigns, you know, like I said, in the Continental title, he hasn't really defended like that. And now they're going to give Sami Zayn another run, go at it, which, you know, Sami, Sami Zayn, well, I think he won it, I think twice. You know, well, I don't know. One time he didn't officially lose it, but, and I think I believe he bought a two-time Intercontinental Champion. And the funny thing is the first time he won it, he won it with Shinsuke Nakamura and, uh, as I was going to say, Antonio Cesaro. And he won it with Cesaro when he beat uh, Braun Strowman. So that's, you know, that's 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 an um, interesting thing going on with that. So, yeah, man, let King Woods, let King Woods get a title run, man. Let him get a title run. And let me see. It seems like I've been talking about more so about things with WWE. And one thing I would like to see now, guys, listen, now, this is a the podcast. We like to joke around and have fun and stuff like that. And I really try not to be on like the the um like the like the what's the word I want to say? I just feel like a lot of like wrestling fans in general, like men, male wrestling fans is creeps. You know what I'm saying? And listen, I understand. 
there's a bunch of attractive women in wrestling. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, a lot of times I feel like us fans, you know, we be kind of going on and, you know, we be kind of, we be saying some shit. You know what I'm saying? But this is something that I seen, that I seen, that I wanted to talk about. And I talked to the franchise about this a while ago. Now, Bailey um, commented on Carmella's uh, Instagram. Carmella had reached like 3 million followers, right? And Carmella posted this really, you know, sexy picture. She had on like some lingerie or something like that with a fur coat and was just like, you know, this is for 3 million fans, whatever like that. Thank you so much. And yada, yada, yada. So it was like Bailey commenting on it like that, like, wow, like you got 3 million, like, like basically how you get 3 million fans before I get 3 million fans. And she was like, now if I get 3 million fans, I'm going to post a picture like this, like in whatever, you know, kind of like a, a, a sexy picture, you know, and we all know Bailey never really posted like a thirst trap, you know what I'm saying? Like, Bailey, that's not really Bailey's game, you know what I mean? And this is like, you know, we used to, like, Mandy Rose posting stuff or Sonya Deville or, or you know, Sasha Banks is, you know, she she posts very beautiful pictures. Mandy Rose posts, you know, very, you know, you know, beautiful sexual pictures and Sonya Deville is very beautiful. And a lot of the women, you know, in the, like, even in the past, Becky Lynch posts pictures in bikinis, you know what I'm saying? Charlotte Flair has shown, you know, her body and whatnot. And like I say, me myself personally, as a I've been a Bailey fan for a, a while. I like Bailey to me got one of the best bodies in the business. You know what I'm saying? So and and I, I, I'm just like, listen, man, three million followers, I'm I'm already a fan. Me, I'm a fan. I'm following her on IG. So so what I like to see in 2022 is I like to see that shit happen. I want to see what she go do. You know what I'm saying? Like I want and listen, ever since Bailey done done changed her look and everything like that, she's to me shown more of her personality, shown more of like she's beautiful in a way where she doesn't really have to be too sexual. You know what I'm saying? And and for her to kind of like do that, it's like kind of like outside of her character. But I feel like it's also like, like a, um, it's like if she did something like that to me. It's kind of like I'm, I'm kind of like breaking out of my shell type of thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of just like I'm letting, I'm letting, I'm letting loose a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Like this is something that I normally don't do, but you know, just for the one time, one time, I'm gonna go ahead and you know post something like this on IG and let you, let you creeps. Um, drool over that, and like I said, I'm one of them creeps. So I am full on ready for that. Like I, I like I like me and the franchise was talking. Like, I was like, I will be speechless. When I was talking to him about it, I really couldn't find words to describe how I would feel. But you know what I mean? I would love to see that. Like you can take the excitement in my voice. It's like dog. I've been wanting to see something. <laughs> I'm just sorry, guys, but I'm just like, listen, man. Listen, man. I, I'm, I'm a Bailey fan, man. I think Bailey is is top notch. So I'm I'm all here for that. So um talk about some AEW stuff, man. Things I like to see happen in AEW. One thing I would like to see happen in AEW is to kind of like the stop. Let's stop having the comparison to WWE stuff conversations or it's us versus WWE stuff. Let's just be a be AEW. 
B-A-E-W, you had three years. You've been around for three years so far. You know, you're, you're moving to a new network. You, 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 you had some success this year, you know. And um, just, just continue to be successful. You don't have to take digs at WWE. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people, when they get released and, you know, they might go to WWE or they'll go to a podcast and, and they'll just, you know, talk about things with WWE. A lot of people hasn't really, haven't really dogged WWE like that. It's just kind of like, well, damn, like, they appreciate the opportunity because you really can't get mad. Like, you can get mad, but you kind of like, also, too, it's like, damn, these guys did give me an opportunity. You know what I mean? The opportunity to be in really like the 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 big company, the biggest company in wrestling, the biggest promotion in wrestling, and you know make some money, work with some talented people, and you know some th- some things unfortunately don't happen, don't last forever. But you know, um, I, I just say with WWE, I mean with AEW, I just want them want them to kind of like focus on AEW. You know what I mean? You don't really have to take take a dig. You know, it's cool for a minute when you take some digs because it's like it's competition and you, you know, competition makes things, makes the landscape better. But after a while, you kind of like get tired of hearing it. You know what I'm saying? It's like you, you just keep poking at the bear, you know, and I don't even think the bear really like acknowledges you like that. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like they don't even, I don't even, they don't even worry about y'all like that, you know? So, you know what I mean? Like, I, that's one thing I would like to see AEW kind of like just, just stop, stop bringing up WWE stuff, whatever like that. Tony Khan and that whole, you know, Eddie Kingston, anybody up there to just stop with the WWE stuff, or whatever like that. You know what I mean? You took your digs, you took your digs, just kind of like just focus on y'all, man, and just be the best, be the best promotion you can be. Be around for as long as WWE's been around for. That's that's what fans want to see. We want to see a, another company last. We want to see companies last like that, you know, and AEW is really doing a good job. They really are a good product. So that's what we want to see. I want to see that. Um, I want to see AEW add another title. You know, one of the rumors, one of the things a lot of fans been wanting to see is a trios belt out of um, in AEW because AEW has a lot of factions. They have a lot of groups, and that's kind of and that's good in a way because that's the best way to get a lot of people on TV. On because you know their shows are like an hour. Their shows aren't really that long. You know, you know, Dynamite and Rampage ain't really that long. Maybe like the only shows that probably be like long. Are the dark you know, AEW Dark Elevation on Monday and AEW Dark on Tuesdays, so those shows are probably longer. So you can have the singles competitors. You can have people doing singles on those on those on those shows. But when you have the main the main shows, you have a lot of these mixed. You know these 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 five tags, these five five on five tag team matches, these four on fours. You know, so I. Sometimes it might be six on six, whatever like that. So you have these big, kind of like these big matches like that, and that's good. But I think having a title wouldn't be that bad. You know, wouldn't be that bad to have to kind of like just say, okay, you know, like you got a lot of these singles titles and you do got the tag team titles. But to have a trios title, it's like, all right, cool. Now we got a, a trios belt. So now you can have like like Jurassic Express being a trio tag team, you know, trio 
uh, triple threat tag team champions or whatever like that. Or, you know, the elite, the Lucha Bros at Pack. I think they were called Death Triangle. Um, the Hardy, the Hardy uh Foundation, the Hardy family, um, the best friends. So you got like a bunch of different groups that you can, you know, the Nightmare family with Cody Rhodes and all them. So you got like a bunch of different little groups in in AEW where I felt like you could even have something like that. And another thing I would like to see them have maybe a AEW tag team women's title because now they have, they have two, two women's titles. They have the TBS title and the AEW women's championship. Now I believe the TBS, the TBS title is kind of like the mid-card title. And, the, the women's champion is the, is the main title. That's the main one. So, but they do got a lot of women on it. These they, they, they do have a lot of women on their roster, and they're starting to add their women division is starting to get a little bit. It's getting a lot better. You know, I, I think most definitely since signing Ruby Soho, uh, they got Jamie. Uh, I think uh, Jamie as a hater or Slater, whatever. Um, they got a bunch of they got um like said Brett Baker, the Bunny, Allie, Tony, uh, Tay Conti. Um, Nyla Rose and stuff like that. They got a lot. They got a lot of talent on the women's side. You know what I mean. So maybe, maybe a poss- maybe a, you know a possibility of a women's tag team title. I don't know. We'll have to see about that. That will be interesting to see that because you know Impact has a ta- tag team title. WWE got two. You know, women's tag team titles and, and, and NWA has tag team titles. So or maybe you could just pull you know from one and up maybe eight uh, NWA or something like that. Bring them titles over there, you know. And then, like I said, with ROH, you know, going out of business and stuff like that, you still got them trios titles, you know, in the wind. So maybe they could bring them over there to uh, the AEW and just feud with people like that. And just because because uh, they're gonna sign people from ROH to AEW, so I think that could be a possibility right there. That might be something we might want to see. Um, I want to see Cody Rhodes turn the heel and go full Triple H mode. I'm talking about Triple H, burial, golden shovel, acknowledge the fact that he buries people, just full, like Cody Rose, when Cody Rose was in ROH, when Cody Rose was kind of like, when he left WWE, when he got released from WWE, or left WWE with him and Brandy, and he went independent, and you know, you know, he kind of was like a, you know, he, he was killing it in the independency. He was doing his thing. But when he was in ROH and, I'm, and he was in Impact Wrestling, I feel like he was more, I believe he was more of a heel. So I would like to see him as a heel. And because, like, they're kind of like labeling him like the Triple H. Of of the of the company, so I'm like I would just play full on, not not be like Triple H, not you know, but just go just full Triple H mode, like you know, gotta had the belt, you know, TNT title, three time TNT champion, you know, the beat Sammy Guevara for the title. I don't know if that was for what what reason was was that for? I don't know. I know it was Brody Lee's. Uh, I believe it was his birthday. When he won the title, so maybe it was maybe it was because of that because you know Cody was the first to win the title, and Cody lost the title to Brody Lee, and it then won the title back from Brody Lee. So I don't know if it was like a just like you just did that for Brody Lee type thing, but yeah, I I, I would like to see Cody Rhodes go full on, full on Triple H like um. 
I'm the bad guy. Y'all think I'm the bad guy now? Wait until I really embrace. I embrace it, and y'all go hate me. Y'all go hate me. Y'all go hate Brandy. Y'all, if y'all hate us now, wait until we just really just turn that shit all the way up. Y'all go fucking hate us. So I would like to see that. I would like to see that. I like to see that. Um, another another thing I want to see. Let me see. It just AEW. I feel like Jade Cargill is going to win the TBS title, but I, I like to see more of her kind of like just, if, if she wins the title, have a good push. Have a good run with the title. Have a good run. Have her just 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 run through competition until she loses to somebody like, I don't know, like a Ruby Soho or a Tay Conti or something like that. You know what I mean? But just run, just run through people. Run through people. And I did post on um our page, the RCW uh, underscore podcast on IG. I did post, I would love to see her versus Bianca Belair. I know it ain't gonna happen right now, but her versus Bianca Belair would be a fire. That would be a fire match. Who's the strongest? Who's the most? Who's the most? Who's? The, I think Bianca got it right now because I feel like Bianca's been, 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 been more and like she's more seasoned in wrestling right now than Jay Cargill. You know what I mean? But I would love, man. That that would be a hell of a match. And like I said, two black women going at it, two queens. They say even them as a tag team would be dangerous. You know, and I say you just throw Naomi in the mix too, just because you know Naomi. Naomi nice too. She ain't the strongest of them too, but Naomi nice too. So that that that'd be something else. That'd be you know I don't think we never seen an all black women group in wrestling. Like just you know I know um the, I know it was like Team Bad, but Tamina I don't know Tamina's Samoan. I don't know if you want to. I don't know if we consider that. Black or whatever. I don't know how. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't. don't I don't know the technicalities of that. But like, just like a straight up black group. You know, I know they had uh uh, uh Kara Hogan and the other girl in um Impact. I forgot it was like Fire Flavor, Fire and Flavor or something like that. I forgot the name, or whatever like that. And it was a tag team. That was a tag team. But I'm talking about like a like a a, a triple. Like a like a like a faction, you know what I'm saying? Of three black women, I don't think we never seen that. So that'd be dope. That'd be fucking dope. I never. I don't think we never seen that in wrestling. And you know, like I said, you know, the WWE, the WWE, you can have that because you got Sasha, you got Bianca, and you got Naomi. I'm trying to think who else they got. They got the, they got some girl at um NXT Lash Lash Legend and they got rid of B Fab. They had hers, but they got rid of her. So and they did get rid of Nia Jax. I think Nia Jax is 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 black and Samoan or something like that. She kind of she got that rock that rock combination black and Samoan in my veins. <laughs> my culture banging me strange. And what's my motherfucking name? Rock. <laughs> uh. Shit. <laughs> that face-off, man. That face-off. That's one thing I, I, I guarantee we're going to see in 2022. That song face-off is going to be the theme of a of, of fucking pay-per-view. It's going to be a... And you just going to play rock part. Rock part is the only part that's going to get played. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to... It's, that song is going to be... That song is going to be... That song is going to be like that. Like I said, that song is going to be the new... Like, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. That song, all I do is win, 
face-off gonna be two at every sport event. Every sport event. That's all you gonna fucking hear. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee that. Man, what else I like to see at AEW? I wanna see what's cause I'm like, yo, man, AEW, I feel like is really heavily invested in this dude hook. Taz's son. And I want to see what they do with this dual hook. I'm not so yet. Because last time, last time I seen him wrestle, it was last week. He beat some dude from is a team, I guess, to talk called Bear, Bear, Bear Country or something like Bear Country or Bear Country, whatever like that. And the dude was way bigger than Hook. Way bigger than Hook. But the fans was like, they were like, Hook, like, yo, we love Hook, you know, so, and he kind of made Hook kind of seem like he was almost kind of like invisible, like he was kind of like, you know, almost like, yo, he, he, you know, he was, you know, the dude that was, he was wrestling was getting them hits in, but there was one point where Hook just got up after like a big slam and Hook just got up while dude was celebrating, was looking like, yo, I ain't even phased by that, so I'm like, ah, man, so he kind of like, you know, I can see Hook winning the TNT title, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that happening. So, I, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I want to see what they do with Hook. I want to see what they do with Hook. What else I want to see in AEW? I, in 2022, want to see CM Punk go full CM Punk. I'm talking about old Punk. I know Punk was like, yo, I'm, you know, he's, he's just back to... You know, it's kind of like the, you know the, the 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 honeymoon ceremony. You know, the the honeymoon, and you know he's been back after seven years, and it's just like it's just good to see Punk back. But I would love to see the old that old Punk attitude just come back, just just that old Punk, maybe just for a little while. You know, that old CM Punk, man. I, I would love to see that, man. Um, and speaking of you know CM Punk, I don't know there's a guy that he's wrestling. He's in current feud with MJF. I think MJF in 2022 will become AEW World Heavyweight Champion. I'm calling it. I think MJF. MJF is the best heel. He's the best. He's the he's the best heel they got. The absolute best heel. Eventually, him and Warlow is going to feud. Him and Warlow is going to break up. Sean Spears probably ain't going nowhere. FTR still around. You know, but I think MJF, like I said, MJF, MJF is one of the future, you know, one of the young future guys that's been, that's been in AEWs for the, you know, for the beginning. You know, I think, I like I said, it's Jungle Boy, Darby, MJF, who else he said? Jungle Boy. Oh, it's Sammy Guevara. MJF already beat, beat all of them. Beat them all. He's going to feel with CM Punk. I believe he's going to beat CM Punk. Next thing for MJF is to win the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. I, will, I want Hangman to have a good run. Hangman deserves it. Hangman deserves a good run. I want to see Hangman versus Adam Cole. Hangman versus, you know, you got Kyle O'Reilly. You got, like, you know what I mean? Get You know, let, let, let Hangman have a good run. But at some point, 
At some point, MJF needs to get that title. Because when I thought he was going to win the title, he was feuding with John Moxley. You know, because like I said, to me, John Moxley, I know he's in rehab and everything like that, but to me, John Moxley, you get tired of him as a wrestler, as a champion. That's just me. That's just me. John Moxley can't, to me, last that long as a champion. He got to have a short run. Get the title, have a good four-month run, four, four, four-and-a-half-month run, and just lose the belt. Because it's just like, to me, he just kind of like, his character, it can't last long as a champion. You know what I'm saying? So, MJF, I got MJF. I think MJF should win the title next year, 2022. And I would like to see, maybe not in 2022, but like I said, in the future, I think AEW should have a WrestleMania type of event. Because the cons own the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have the rights to that. They, they, get, they had matches in that stadium. I believe AEW can have a WrestleMania-ish like event in Florida, in Jacksonville, with that stadium. What they got names. They got they got talent. Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole, they got the like I said. Young Bucks, Katie Omega, you know, you know, Miro, uh, they got a whole bunch of talent and they're gonna get people from ROH. You know. And then like I said, you can you can invite people, you can invite people from Impact. You can invite, you know, the other promotions and stuff like that and have this big event. I've been talking about this for years. I've been talking about this for a little while. And the, the person that I that I heard this from was the guy that owns um NWA Power. So I think that would be a, a very interesting event. I would love, I would love to see that. Just to see another event of that magnitude, like a WrestleMania. You know, may, maybe not compete with WrestleMania, but just just to see that would be just like, yo. And it'll just be a great time for wrestling because it's more so for wrestling. It's not, oh, we're, we're trying to compete with WWE. We're trying to, whatever. People think, oh, they're going to take WWE out of business. No, it's it's competition. And you want to see the best of the best. Listen, another thing, back to WWE. 2022. Um, what's the name? Gable Stevenson, the guy, the guy, the Olympic guy that he think once he gets on the main roster, I believe he's drafted to Raw. That dude... I think if they do it right, it's going to be huge. Dudes are it's like six three, two. Like I think he's like six three, two two thirty, two forty. Muscular, big, you know, solid, big guy. You know what I mean? Athletic, young. You know, you know, guy that he could have on. You know, in the in the WWE roster for years to come that he could build around. You know, you got him, you know, probably get him for the cheap, get him for the cheap because he probably got him for cheap. And then once it once you know, he gets, you know, gets up in the company, you know, his stocks start to rise in the company, you know, just sign him up to another deal, four or five year deal, something like that. You know what I mean? And just build him up. I think that guy is going to be a future player. It's going to be a future superstar in that company. So, you know, like I said, WWE is going, I think WWE is trying to build young, you know, from within. So that's that's something that he got going on. Uh, another thing I would like to see in 2022, I believe I'm probably going to end it on this note, is where is Bray Wyatt going to end up? Well, when are we going to see Bray Wyatt? Yesterday was Brody Lee's birthday, I believe. That would have been a perfect time for, that would have been a good time for Bray Wyatt to come out. You know, it's his birthday, December the 3rd. 
Or is Bray Wyatt even gonna come out? Is Bray Wyatt gonna wrestle? What is what is Bray? What is Bray Wyatt's? What is going through Bray Wyatt's mind? You know, and are we gonna see him wrestle again? I believe we are going to see him wrestle again at some point. It's probably not gonna be at WWE. It might be at AEW. You know, we heard that he hasn't really talked to anybody from AEW, whatever like that. He hasn't really talked to Tony Khan. But like, hey, hey, I would love to. See, I would love to see it. Like they just said, you want to see him take over the Dark Order? I don't know. We go. We go see. We go see. But like I said, he's a free agent. I just feel like he's just chilling. I just feel like he's just getting himself together. Maybe, maybe working on a different character. Maybe working on his character. You know, getting in shape. You know what I'm saying? Chilling with, like I say, got a beautiful wife, got a family and stuff like that. He just probably wants to, you know, just spend time with his family. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But I would love to see what's going on with um, Bray Wyatt in 2022. And I'm going to show the last thing, you know, one of the last things a lot of people want to see is what's going on with The Rock. Are we going to see The Rock return to the WWE to face Roman Reigns or to confront Roman Reigns for, you know, the things that the things that he's done in the WWE. And we're gonna see like the head of the table versus the the most electrifying man in sports entertainment today. I don't know. We shall see. But wait a minute. I, I do got some more stuff. I was gonna say that's the end, but I do got a couple more things. I think Drew Gulak, I've been saying this for a long time. I've been saying this for a long time. Drew Gulak may not be Daniel Bryan, but he's damn near as like they, they done lost Daniel Bryan. Dan Bryan done left, you know, left, went to AEW. Drew Gulak is as good in the ring as Daniel Bryant. Possibly might be a little bit better. It's a possibility. But I think Drew Gulak could be a major player in the WWE if he's given the opportunity. I like I I'm a Drew Gulak fan. Um who else I want to see get an opportunity. I love Chad Gable. I'm come on. Come on. The, the Gable Academy. Come on, man. Like Dude, like that that dude, I feel like if he was taller, if he was a little bit bigger, he would do it. He he would have got more opportunities. I believe because he's short, you know what I mean? He's not given the opportunities. But like I said, that's one of those guys that's very talented in the ring, that could do it all, you know, has power, has speed, has you know, agility and stuff, man. I would love to see Chad Gable get some get some more opportunities and stuff like that. Hasn't won a tag team title, I think, since like him and Jason Jordan, you know, you know, so man, I man, give give Chad Gable a chance, man. Get Chad Gable, get, get Drew Gulak a change and and do something with Ricochet. You know what I mean? So that's another, that's another cat. And to, like I said, 2022, I listen, Orange Cassidy is my favorite. Orange Cassidy and the acclaimed are two, are two of my favorite characters, two of my favorite gimmicks in AEW. I love to see Orange Cassidy, you know. Maybe compete for a TNT title and they claim compete with the tag team title. They are they, they do have a good record. You know I don't know how to I don't know what the current power ranking is in AEW for the tag team titles, but they claim this up there. You know what I mean? And like I said, that's one of the best gimmicks in AEW. You know what I'm saying? Other than Orange Cassidy, so that's pretty much for it for me, man. Those are the things I would love to see. Happened in uh, wrestling in AEW and WWE in 2022, and also, like I said, I just hope you know the fans. We you know keep the fans in the crowd. Um, 
the rest of the state safe. You know, I know there's gonna, you know, it's gonna be some cuts and things of that nature, but it just, you know, I just want to see overall the business continue to do good. I believe this was like the best year for the business in a long time. COVID most definitely has kind of like, you know, stopped a lot of, you know, a lot of things from happening. But, you know, hopefully say next year we can just get, you know, keep getting things on track. I think that next year, man, it's like, long as you know, things, you know, hopefully fingers crossed, things go well. Man, we'll have another great year for wrestling. And, Paul, and you know, another great year for the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. So it is your boy, the ace that runs the place, one half of the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. The podcast, Maharaja. Check us out on all platforms. Just type in Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. And check us out on IG at RCW underscore podcast on Instagram. It's your boy, The Ace. Shout out to the franchise doing his thing. We are out. Peace. Royal Club, baby.